Hello and welcome to Movie Thoughts, Episode 2. I'm your host, Dominic Tartamella. Let's get back into it, guys. This episode, talking about the new film, The Invitation. Uh, Just came out. You've probably seen the trailers. If you're into movies, it's a vampire flick. It vampire flicks, alright? There's not a lot of vampire flicks. Uh, that are good these days. I mean, you don't really see a lot um, off the top of my head. I can't really think of any. You know, obviously, there's been stuff in recent years like Twilight, based on those shitty books to make even shittier movies. Uh, You know, kind of like, were they even vampires, though? Because weren't they able to go out in uh, in the sun? I don't know. But, But Robert Pattinson became Batman. And that's all that matters, guys. Uh, guys and gals, should I say. it? So he made out in the deal because he ended up redeeming himself with several other movies as well. But today, we're not talking about Twilight. We're not talking about the Batman. And we're not talking about Robert Pattinson. We're talking about this film, The Invitation, that just came out. Um, starring Natalie, or Natalie, Emmanuel, who was uh, most of you would know from Game of Thrones fame. She played Miss Sunday. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Which, who isn't a Game of Thrones fan? And this is an actress that I liked uh, in the show. I haven't seen her in many other things. I know she's popped up in a few films recently. I believe another horror film. I feel like I've seen her in a trailer for a horror film that I didn't see. Um, as far as, uh, cast otherwise, I really didn't know any of these actors. Um, Thomas Anthony Doherty, uh, who plays, I guess you could say the second lead. I really, he looks familiar. I haven't seen him in much that I could recall. This film was directed by Jessica M. Thompson. And let's get right into it. So this movie, I saw some trailers. Now I go to the movies a lot, as you'll See, if you just start listening to this podcast, you will see soon that I go to the movies a lot. I see basically everything. I really got a not a, I wouldn't say I see everything. There's too many movies to see everything, obviously. But um, you'll see as this podcast goes on, when I'm taking a look at a new movie or an older movie, I do tend to see a lot of movies. Um, I have passes in movie theaters like AMC and Alamo, so I'm practically living there uh (laughs) but yeah so this was a movie that wasn't something that i was like oh i gotta go see this but i figured it was a good date night movie so i checked it out uh yesterday on its thursday night premiere or thursday afternoon premiere rather and the trailers to this film um listen i will give this film this much i i like the concept of this film uh, uh, for those who haven't seen the trailers, in a nutshell, uh, it's basically about a woman who, you know, for whatever reason, doesn't really have a lot of family, ends up taking one of those DNA tests, and uh, let's just say that she meets up with some family members, and some shit goes south. Some vampire-esque shit happens. Now, I gotta say right off the bat, whether... I like the movie or not. I like this concept, okay? 
everybody with these DNA tests, you know, they have their feelings on it, uh, you know, taking this and what it's going to lead to. I personally don't think I want to take a DNA test. I feel like it's it's going to open doors I don't want to know about. You know, <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Who knows what's out there? Who knows what horror story is in my bloodline that I don't want to find out about. So I like the concept of this because I think it's something that it's on a lot of people's minds nowadays with these DNA tests. And to take it to the next level of, you know, not only, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think you could take a blood test, a DNA test rather, and you could just find deadbeat family members. And this this movie takes this up one notch because – yeah, you're finding something else. You're finding fucking vampires and shit. So I, I, I like the spin on it. Um, now, as far as the trailers, if you've seen it, I I think this this trailer suffered from what a lot of trailers suffer from is like showing too much. I, I think they do give away a lot of the movie. I mean, and now after seeing the movie, I'm like, oh, wow, it's it really did basically give away the whole movie there's really nothing left to mystery there's no real twist in this movie um you're basically getting what you pay for now as i said before this wasn't a trailer that i was like oh shit i gotta see this movie this is on but i have these passes at movie theaters i go i'm interested if something looks like a good movie and like i said a date night movie or something so i did see it with my fiance and i gotta say overall i enjoyed the movie um I think I previously said in my last podcast, a lot of time I judge a movie by how many times like, you know, I watch it or if I'm looking forward to it getting a home release. This is probably another one of those movies that will I ever watch it again? Probably not. It was a one and done for me. Um, but I'm not going to say it's the worst movie. Um, as far as getting right into it, you know, the movie starts. We get all the bullshit out of the way. They're pretty, uh, you know, fast with getting to the main story. Of who this character is and, you know, how she really doesn't have a family. And then they kind of shoehorn it in. You know, I think she's a waitress uh, and at this big event that's being hosted by this DNA uh, company. And they give as favors the blood tests, the DNA test. So she takes it. Going to see a blood test about 20 more times. So I'm not going to correct myself anymore. But anyway, this leads our character to, uh, you know, meet up with a family member that lives, um, I believe it was uh, in UK or whatever the hell. I mean, it's not important. Um, but now, the movie is a little slow. I got to say, it's a little slow in the beginning. You know, once you get that, there's a lot of suspense. Excuse me, there's a lot of suspense build up. There's a lot of like, you know, they tr- the movie opens with a violent death. And then you're kind of, you know, they build up to there and they kind of relate that character later on and they show what the connection was. Uh, But, you know, there is a lot of suspense. There's a lot of suspenseful nothingness happening in the first half of this movie. I mean, some people do get slaughtered. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I guess if you could call that nothingness, but it's kind of like shown very quickly and we're building suspense. And, And the problem with... You know, I'm going to keep bringing up the trailer, but, you know, trailers play a lot into, you know, expectation of a movie, obviously. You know, if there's a trailer that really amped you up or, you know, uh, maybe kept a lot of its secrets hidden, when you're watching a movie, there's a different 
you know, reaction or there's, you know, your expectation uh, to bring up Nope, which I did end up liking and I'll probably do a podcast about like this. That's a movie that they kind of, you know, took you for a spin in the trailers because they're showing you one thing. And when you go see the movie, it's something completely different. Now, this movie is the polar opposite. So watching the movie and and as far as the build up, you know, I knew what was coming. I knew it was coming. So like, you know, you have this character uh, played by Tom Doherty who, I mean, spoiler alert, if you've seen the trailers, but he's a fucking vampire. Uh, you know, he's a fucking Dracula. He's not Bela Lugosi, uh, but he's a Dracula. And he's, you know, that's the thing too with this. It's very um, reminiscent. Obviously, it's a vampire tale, but it's very reminiscent. It takes little things here from you know, the original Dracula and the original Dracula stories and with the brides and stuff like that. But, you know, you're kind of waiting for the shit to hit the fan. You know the shit's going to hit the fan and the movie kind of, it's a little slow in that fact. I, I won't say I was bored, but I did find myself maybe, you know, checking what time it was. Just curiosity. When I watch a movie, sometimes I'm, I'm checking the runtime in my brain. You know, unless a movie really is like, pulling me in and I'm not that's the best sign is when I don't even think of time but when I am not not saying that I didn't enjoy it but when I'm a little bored with a movie I find myself you know looking at the time and just seeing where the runtime is knowing that it's an hour and a half and seeing where I'm at and I found myself doing that a lot um the mystery obviously there really isn't a mystery you know you, there's some stuff that's left you know that you don't know but most of it is known from the trailers. If you've seen the trailers, best case scenario, you go into this movie without even seeing a trailer. And then maybe you're like, Ooh, you know, but I kind of knew where this was going yet again. It's not a, the movie's not going to blow you away. It's a pretty simplistic story that's been done a hundred times, but it's, it's creative in its approach. Like I said, with the DNA and, uh, there's some good suspenseful moments. I did like, the actor, I mean, I like the main actress, as I said. I did like Thomas Doherty as this Dracula kind of vampire. And there is little spins here and there as far as, like, you know, what's going on with her family and this Dracula character. You just know it's not going to, uh, you know, end well. <laughs> but um, now the the problems I had with this movie, like, as it went on, I did enjoy it. I liked where it was going. Uh, there's a specific scene that is very prominent in the trailer with the nail thing. And if you've seen the movie, you've seen the trailers, you know that what I'm talking about. There's a nail scene. And uh, it's funny because my fiance, every time we saw a movie and this trailer played before it, she started cringing just on that trailer alone. And she was like, ah. and then she actually ended up coincidentally going to the bathroom at the point where that was going to happen coincidentally my ass she saw that it was going that way she got up I was like ah, I gotta go to the bathroom anyway so I sat there but I did find myself like like the whole scene I think it was it was a good scene it's a, basically essentially a longer version of what happens in the trailer and uh, the end result is there's a little you know blood splatter but it, it's more building suspense and making you kind of like you know oh god sit and squirm in your chair. Uh, but that was one of the more uh, effective scenes, I think. Um, the movie kind of... I don't want to say it... 
there's some wasted opportunities in this movie, and it's funny because the movie's an hour and 40 minutes, I believe, and not that I needed it to be longer. I definitely didn't need it to be longer, but something felt, now I don't know, I haven't like looked up the production and stuff like that, but something felt like maybe there was stuff cut out of this movie to whittle it down a little bit because there's some chunks that feel a little rushed, you know, and with all the buildup in the beginning, there's like a, a a part in the middle where it just kind of starts going faster and you feel like, and especially when it leads to the climax, it feels a little bit like, wow, this, there feels like there should have been more. Um, I did, there was some stuff when it started getting a little wacky, you know, there are scenes in this film that you're like, you know, you're having this build up to the suspenseful movie and then when it gets crazy, and there's like vampires fighting each other. It felt a little bit out of place. Like it felt like this movie really they didn't know what they wanted it to be. Where it's like do you want it to be this straightforward you know gothic you know uh, vampire film. Or do you want to be like you know Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman and monsters fighting. Because there is a scene that like you know there are a couple of them fighting. And it I didn't know what it wanted to be. Furthermore. If we're going to talk about, you know, this movie winding down. I thought it was leaving a pretty good impression on me. You know, I'm always sitting in the movie and and I'm saying, oh, do I like this movie? I mean, yet again, for the most part, I enjoyed it. Uh, did I think it was a horrible movie? No, I haven't really looked up reviews, but I'm, I just I don't know what's the word of mouth has been. It kind of is a quiet movie. I the way it, came, it was released, I don't really think it's going to make a lot box office wise. Uh, and I I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, go see this movie. If you're bored and you have seen all the better movies and you could go to this movie, fuck it. You want to go check it out. You like vampire tales? I think there's a decent amount of uh, you know suspense and horror in there, and there's good vampire stuff. I will say, because like I said in the introduction, we haven't really had uh, great vampire stuff in, in recent years. I mean, like, um, as a fan of, like, the old Universal Monster stuff, obviously, you know, Hammer stuff back in the day, the Christopher Lee Dracula, Bela Lugosi Dracula, I love that kind of stuff. Um, I like the show, like, True Blood, and, you know, as far as, like, I kind of was thirsty, pun intended, Maybe I'm a vampire, but I was thirsty for um, a, a good vampire movie. Now, I don't know. This really didn't, you know, satisfy me to that uh, end where I'm like, wow, that was great. But it was it was decent. It was a decent little film. I think it's it has some enjoyable moments. Now, as far as like a movie that perhaps was cut, you know, for runtime, maybe it, it's that case, but there are some things as this movie comes to a close that feel a little questionable, uh, particularly, and I don't want to say it's an end credit scene, but so I'm going to, I guess, you know, like I've said in the first episode of the podcast is not particularly spoiler free, because if you're listening to this, you know, um, if I'm going to say a big spoiler, obviously I'm going to, you know, announce it. But I dabble. But obviously when the movie ends, now we live in the age of obviously Marvel and comic book movies and, and post credit scenes galore. Now this wasn't a post credit scene because I think they knew well enough that nobody was fucking staying 
after the credits. Like this movie or not, you weren't fucking sitting. I was not sitting through the credits to see if there was more to the story. So as the movie does come to a close where the climax is happening and whatever, there's death and fire and flames. The movie closes. Now, I love the movies. I love going to the movies. But just like going to a good concert, I am up and out of my seat immediately because I want to get the hell out of there when the movie's done. I don't overstay my welcome. Sometimes it's related to the movie theater being packed and just wanted to get out. Not in this case. There was a few people in there, you know, uh, maybe about five, six people in the theater other than us. But that's my thing. When a movie closes and I know it's winding down, I'm ready to go. I run out of the theater. I'm out. And I got up <laughs> like I normally do. I bounced out of my seat. And I was, to my dismay, the movie continued. The black screen came on and then the movie continued. And I looked at my fiance and I frantically went back to my seat and sat down because the movies obviously got something. Now immediately, this I knew the nature of the scene. I knew this was a little post-credits, pre-credits thing. It just, it screamed it. It just screamed tacked on, you know. Um, now, first of all, I, I just, you felt it right from the shot. And then you saw the main actress who had completely different hair. <laughs> so this was probably something that was a reshoot. Uh, and I, I don't know what the hell the point of it was. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. You know, let me know what you thought of it. It was obviously tacked on. It was just so forced. And for no reason. You know, it was two of the characters going back to, you know, basically get revenge on somebody who put them in in this situation. Or rather the main character in the situation. And it felt so forced. And so much like, is this an idea for a sequel? Now, if we're going to get into spoilers, 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 if I'm going to, like I said, I've been kind of open with this movie, you're you're listening to this, whatever, you're in it, at this point, go see the movie, I don't care, but uh, if we're going to get into like the heavy spoilers, obviously, the Dracula main vampire is killed, the hero prevails, now at one point, our um, main character, Evie, uh, played by the chick from Game of Thrones. She does become a vampire at one point. She takes the blood of Dracula. It's a cool scene. There's a wedding scene. I thought it was cool. I thought it was nicely done. And she's in a vampire momentarily. And she goes and she fights the Dracula. And then she ends up killing him. And she ends up killing his brides and whatnot. And then she, it is shown that she goes back to being a normal human like her teeth go away and stuff like that so my point is when you're watching this post-credits-esque scene you know if you're gonna build up to something like you'd keep her as a vampire maybe because you know i did have a a thought while i was watching that and she did become the vampire i was like oh maybe they're gonna do something different with this like maybe she's gonna become a vampire and She's going to like be, I don't know, a good vampire and the movie's going to end or something. But they didn't. They kind of pulled it back and she went back to being a normal human. But my point is like you watch this, this, this scene and you're like, well, what's the fucking point of this? Because 
She's no longer a vampire. I don't know what they're showing. I don't know if they're setting up for a potential sequel. Like, this is the problem with, you know, studios, you know, nowadays. And, and, and listen, I love Marvel. I'm a comic book fan. I'm a Marvel fan, especially, you know, the, the, the great ones. You know, the ones that, that, you know, were the big tentpole ones, you know, that really made a difference, whether it be like Infinity War and, you know, the, the first Iron Man and the, the good, the ones that you can't deny. You know, I'm a fan. Uh, I think that even being a Marvel fan... It's become a little redundant nowadays. We've seen these movies so much now that they're kind of getting to a point now where like, eh, okay, we could take it, we could leave it. I still enjoy them. You know, I still, I'll be there to see the new movie. I saw the new Doctor Strange. I see, you know, I'll see the new Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll see the new Ant-Man. But these movies have become a little bit, you know, you know, we now we got the television shows. Everything's everywhere. So you, you kind of get, it's only human nature. You get a little bored with it, you know. Becomes a little repetitive, but you know we live in a day and age now with studios where they're constantly trying to do you know plan for a sequel to this. So I don't know if that was the studio's way of being like it just feels so out of place. You know where they try and they're setting up something they're showing because it's not really a it doesn't do anything. It's such a quick scene with such little action that it's like okay, why they put this here? You know was this something that they were planning on putting the post credits, and then they realize, ah, let's just tack it on to the end. It's kind of like a goofy, does nothing for me. But overall, the invitation, decent film. I'm not gonna say it's good. I, I can't. I don't know. I can't sit there and be like, ah, it's a, it's a good movie. But it's, it's. I've, I've passed hour and a half in worse ways. I mean, there's, there's worse ways to do it. You know, it's. It's a decent movie. It's I'm glad there's a vampire movie out there. I'm that's cool. And listen, I'm a big horror fan, so anytime there's a horror movie out there and it's okay, you know, why not? Hey, we'll take it. This seems like it could have been, you know, a streaming movie. Maybe at one point it was, maybe they're like, "Hey, I don't even know who did distribute this movie actually." Come to think about it, I'm just going to check that out of curiosity. So this was Screen Gems production Sony released it i don't know does sony have a streaming company right now i don't even know so maybe they toyed around with the idea and then maybe they decided not to do it who knows or maybe it was it was meant for theaters i I don't know sony doesn't have the best track record you know especially uh uh, lately as far as movies they're kind of like they got a lot of misses you know they do have some good ones but sometimes they get some misses so who knows but decent movie i would i would say not a movie you have to go run out and go see. If you, you know, have AMC A-list or, you know, you have some other movie theater, you know, pass, then you, you fuck it. You're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to see it part of my subscription. Why not? I would say this is a, is a, is a rental, you know. Um, maybe not a blind buy when it comes out on Blu-ray or something. Because if I blind purchase something like this, I might be a little disappointed. But, yeah. Let me know, though, what you think, Uh, and if you're enjoying the podcast, rate and review. I'm just getting started. Uh, This is something that, like I said, if you listen to the first episode, I kind of said I used to do some movie reviews, I used to do a podcast, it just became a little bit complicated to do it with somebody else, 
uh, to schedule it and sit down. Everybody meet at the same time with works, everybody's jobs and everything like that. So this is going to be the podcast talking about films. They'll be more in depth when I do uh, like a movie a little bit more, though. And there's more to talk about. This, on the surface, good film. Uh, you know, but not not something I gotta... Well, we'll take that back, right? Because I didn't say it was a good film. Let's just say it's an okay film. All right? <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening, guys and gals. And uh, see you in the next episode.